Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Masilsa Sharm in English. Uh, we are in the middle of chapter 17, how to acquire Tara purity. And the Ramchal uh, broke it up into two sections again, uh, one re regarding spiritual activities and one regarding physical activities. So the physical activities we've already discussed, which is uprooting or focusing on uh, the falseness of the pleasures of Olam and all these physical things and, and how they could be a poison for you. So if, when you focus on that, then by as, as, a, as a, once it's very clear to you that these things are, are dangerous and can really uh, poison your mind and give you, a, and, and destroy you, you, you'll, you, you will not have any desire to touch it. So um, as far as the spiritual activities, all the Advaita that you're doing and serving God, this was a little bit more challenging. And he says what you need to do is you start focusing on um, the falseness of praise or the falseness of covered uh, honor, or false honor. Why? Because we said in the previous chapter, one of the reasons that may motivate you to do a mitzvah or commandment is because you may get, you know, maybe respected by your, by your peers, you may get uh, praise from your uh, community and so on. So there's a little bit, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with doing the mitzvah with that in motive in mind. But if you, we're talking right now about a very high level of the, of the, of the mitzvah doing that. We don't want any external motivators other than I want to do the will of God because he told me to do so and nothing else. When you do it with that intention, then you need to focus on the falseness and how much you don't want this honor that comes with doing the mitzvah. Because once you've, once in your mind, you've cast that aside, then you've truly removed any exterior motive or any false, uh, you know, motivations that will, that, that, that will cloud your judgment because you don't care about the honor and so on. So among the practices that guide a person to teach this trait, to reach this trait, is so that was one part of focusing on the falseness of honor. Another thing is a preparation before the mitzvah, meaning that once you not enter the mitzvah, once you not enter the performance of the mitzvah haphazardly, suddenly, when his mind is not yet settled, stated or is set, not yet in a settled state, and is not is not able to contemplate about what he's about to do. Rather, he should prepare himself for the matter and ready his heart, his concentration with calm deliberation to the point that he can enter with the proper contemplation. And then he should contemplate. So then number one is, so he's saying here, very, very important. This is a very important concept of preparation before doing something. Imagine that, uh, you know, your teacher, a teacher gives your kid a, a book report to do. You can tell how much effort was put into the book report based on how it's presented. You could tell if it was done haphazardly or you can tell that there was a lot of care and work done to it. So imagine, you know, take the mitzvah of, uh, of, of he's going to give a mitzvah of davening, right? And when you go to shul, you take a minute to stop and think about who am I going to, who am I praying in front of? What do I want to pray for besides the normal things that I ask for every day? Am I dressed appropriately? Is this how I would enter the hall of a king? You start entering your mindset 
Don't just run in and do a mitzvah. Take, he's saying here, you know, every mitzvah is like this, but if you take one mitzvah and you, easy thing, let's make a blessing before eating something. If you take one blessing a day and say to yourself, I'm about to make a blessing. I'm about to eat something. What's an apple, a drink or something. Stop and say, I'm about to thank the Rabbanish Lailam, the creator of the world for creating this object so I can eat it. So you, you will find automatically, it will change the way, the way your bracha is made, the way your blessing is made. It will change it because you've put more effort into it. And that's what he's saying with all the mitzvahs. Don't go into haphazardly. <clears throat> One of the things that Tara does is all this preparation, all this hachana. You know, you see sometimes these grand rabbis, before they prepare to do, you know, they light them, you know, light them in the, the Hanukkah candles or before they prepare for Shabbos. You'll see all these different things that they go into. Preparation is very, very important. Don't do it haphazardly. And also remember who you're about to about to do it, because now, because when one enters his ma, enters into the performance of the mitzvah with such contemplation, it's easy for him to cast off any external motives and to establish in his heart the proper desired intention, because you had time to think about it and you prepared yourself. This is what I'm going into. See that the pious ones of old. This is a very interesting thing. That the, the Hasidim, they're called the Hasidim Rishonim, the pious of O, the original, the original Hasidim, they would go to Shul one hour before davening. Why? Not to schmooze with people, not to have some coffee. Why? So they'd ready their hearts before the, to, to talk to God. I'm about to talk to the creator of the world. I need to prepare. I need to think. I need to set my mind in the right mindset. I need to share any external thoughts are clear. And focus. Now, obviously, those are very, very high levels. We could take it one step slowly just to test this theory. Again, take something small and easy for you. Something very, very small. And practice it. Put some preparation. Give yourself a 30-second prep of what you're about to do. And you'll see if it will change the way you do, you do the mitzvah. All right, we'll continue more in the next podcast. Have a great day.